So Lana Del Rey, if we're to believe, yeah, if we're to believe this guy, she's going to come with weight loss and maybe a trip to rehab. Mm -hmm. But transition vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Going segue. So something came out in the sun last night and I want to clarify that it's the sun because then I feel like that's a tabloid, right? It's not like a real journalistic. So the whole piece claims that inside sources have said that. Love it. We're being gossipy today. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Lana Del Rey and Lord are fighting behind the scenes Mm. because of the similarities and melodies between Stone at the Nail Salon and Wild at Heart. This is something that trended when Stone came out Mm. like two or three months ago. It was the second single off Solar Power. And the fans sort of like made note of the similarities. But then at the time, they just blamed Jack Jack Antonoff, even though I do think they're wrong for that, because the way I understand the songwriting process is that the singers, songwriters, okay, Lana and Lord, come with melodies to Jack, Mm -hmm. who then produces based off that melody. So if my understanding is correct, the melody is written by the singer, in this case, Lord and Lana. Lana, Mm. whatever. So... But whatever that happened, and then apparently behind the scenes, Lana has been like asking for them for recognition. Hmm. Lord's team came back saying, we're going to give you royalties for this song, like Olivia Rodrigo did with Paramore. Yes. But Lana said, no, I don't care about the royalties, probably because the song has been streamed twice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But she says, I don't care about the royalties. I want Lord to publicly acknowledge that she was influenced by me. That is fucking insane. (laughs) If this is true, it's fucking insane. Oh my God. Yeah, Lord's refusing to do it publicly, which prompted a further fallout. Oh my God. Wow. So, no, I agree with Lana. Fucking say it all. uh, According to to this insider, um, so Lord privately acknowledged the influence. Yeah. Which only made Lana more upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She didn't want it to escalate. I was like following the stance on Twitter, like tracing their thoughts. And someone said something really interesting is that in early August, Lana unfollowed Jack Antonoff for like three weeks and only recently refollowed. <laughs> three and if weeks. that's true, <laughs> if that's true, it would like kind of make sense because like, why would she like, she probably unfollowed because he's tied with, I mean, because he produces both songs or something. I don't know. Probably, yeah. Anyways, I thought that was really interesting. That is funny. Honestly, the Olivia Rodrigo, like, royalty stuff was, like, a Mm -hmm. month-long headline. Mm -hmm. Like, here's how much Olivia Rodrigo Rodrigo lost in royalties. And it was, like, millions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a couple millions, I think, for the Paramore one. And then a million for Taylor Swift on another song. I don't know which. Yeah. That one, wasn't that one, like, a real sample? Yeah, I think so. Or, like repeating the lyrics or something yeah okay yeah she yeah. like well, olivia and her team had to pay off a lot of people i mean no one's suffering but i think that was like a precedent that no one really wants to deal with again because it was kind yeah. of embarrassing the media was kind of embarrassing about it for yeah. olivia considering she's so young and like she's an ingenue she is an ingenue yeah, yeah. for her to be like publicly paying out these people like for a month straight it's like kind of not a good look yeah. for such a fresh artist yeah you're right we did focus a lot on that and like I see the similarities, but I don't think I'm very much the kind of person who I don't believe in like strict copyright and intellectual property, especially yeah. in music. No. And I feel like all this shit just sets precedents. And that's where I disagree with Lana. I feel like it just sets precedents about in the music industry that I think are bad. Mm. Because music is all about, especially music since the 2000s, is all about sampling, yeah, repurposing, re blah, blah, blah. So when you become really like 
vigilant about specific melodic similarities. It just doesn't, it's music, you know, it's not, it's mm. hard to litigate that. I think so too. It's really hard. Like when you, when you're talking about melody, you're like, how can you like copyright that? Yeah. Like this combination of notes, it's like twisted almost. But then I think mm-hmm. of like, for some reason, when I think of like Euro trance, like let's say like Alice DJ, Better Off Alone, like that melody, mm-hmm. I mean, you just know what that melody is. Like yeah. Yeah. at the same time, it's like, okay, sometimes it is that iconic, but is it iconic enough to like make these two relatively low key Lord and Lana songs like legally similar? I mm-hmm. don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It seems extra to me. But it is a precedent that I think Olivia set, actually. Yeah, Olivia set that precedent. I think she was too ready to give away money when I don't think she had. I obviously see the stylistic similarities between Good For You and that Paramore song, but I don't think it's it's not copying. It's just like similarly stylistically. It's not the same exact melody, I don't think. Yeah. I'm not a musician, so I don't know. No, I don't know either. I heard Good For You today. I mean, I hear it almost every day, no matter where I go, but... (laughs) Honestly, it sounded good in public. Whatever. Did it finally hit a spot for you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hear the full bonus episodes at patreon.com slash hotlocalsingles.